We are back. This is today is going to be Friday, last day for seniors ever. Last interview Friday of this year. Incredible. We're here with Mr. Joseph Gregoris. It's an honor. It's an honor to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to do this. Absolutely. It's we've been talking about this for yeah. a little bit. We've we've wanted Incredibly to have you on. long awaited. Yep. One of Maine South's most electric mm-hmm. personalities right here. Wow. Well, thank Gregoris. Of course. Thank Absolutely. You. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, if you guys are listening to this right now, go listen to last week's interview, Miss Sherry Scorza, great interview, and then our Shower Thoughts um, podcast from Monday. And also stay tuned. The next seed week. has been planted. Next the seed week, still hasn't some, bloomed. Next week we got some special stuff coming. Yes. Pod um, week. There's still there's still a rumor. Maybe. There's a there's a rumor about it. I'm not going to confirm or deny anything, but you know. It might be coming. Might might be coming. Yep. Um, okay, Mr. Gergeris, how are you feeling today? Uh, you know, I'm excited to be here. Um, you know, I've I've listened to this show, so I'm a fan. You guys do an excellent job. So um, yeah. It's an honor to have you as our fan. Yep. <laughs> what's what's your name? We always forget this oh. part. I am Grace Jenick, Lunch Table Talk host. You guys should know this by now, but here we go. <laughs> I am Justin Brosnan. We're back. Um, All right, let's get into it. So your name is Mr. Gregoris, of course. Joseph. Teacher of, <laughs> teacher of what classes do you I teach? teach? I teach entrepreneurship and mm-hmm. finance and investing. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's my 17th year here. Very and a nice. uh, little side side note real quick. It's a it's, uh, pleasure being interviewed by the both of you. And I've had Fair family student. members of each of yours. So it's, it's pretty cool. Ooh. Ooh. Very nice. Yeah, I was, I was recommended the class by all three of my older brothers. As I, was I. I was told I had to had to have Mr. Gregoris in my senior year, so I made that a point to take entrepreneurship. Thank so for for any of our younger listeners, make sure you have Mr. Gregoris. Yes, and thanks to your siblings for uh, recommending the class. If you could only see my smile right now, yeah. through the mask, it's, it's, oh, yeah. it's ear to ear for sure. Oh yeah. So let's get into a little bit. So starting with the roots. Yeah. So where'd you grow up? Okay. Um, this is an interesting little story. Uh, let's, when I was six months old, I was actually, uh, well, I was born in Elmhurst, so okay. near here. But at six months old, we moved to Nebraska. Um, that, and that kind of explains why I'm a Nebraska Cornhusker fan. But um, we moved there because my father wanted to start a business. So this kind of goes with the entrepreneurial background. He did a traveling um, kind of HVAC, electric, and plumbing. And um, we moved to rural Nebraska, though. And we moved back to his hometown, which is called B, B-E-E, Nebraska. We actually lived three miles outside of town. And the town consisted of a total of 200 people. Wow. Yeah. So 200. 200. 200. So, That's and we lived. Yeah, my, near, yeah. my nearest neighbor was uh, a mile away. Oh, my wow. God. Yeah. So being the youngest of four, um, y- you were forced to really get along with your siblings because that's who you played with. Yeah, so um, I'm extremely close to my siblings. But uh, fun fact, do you guys want to hear about my educational experience there? Absolutely. Love to. We were right. about to ask anyway, so yep. go <laughs> yeah. for it. Okay, um, it's, it's, this is kind of interesting. This is where I say it's uh, a little bit unusual, to say the least. But up until fourth grade, I was the only kid in my grade. <laughs> Yes. How, does do, how does that work? Well, that's not even possible. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. So it was a, uh, t- like I said, town of 200. And we had a, a three-room schoolhouse. Okay. So three rooms total in your school? Three rooms plus a gymnasium, though. Okay. Oh, okay. Four rooms. Yeah. So um, <laughs> it, was, it was K through eight. 
and in one in three rooms. Yeah, so in one room, in one room it was kindergarten through third grade or fourth grade, sorry. And then in the second room it was fourth through sixth grade or fifth through sixth grade, sorry. Um, and the last room was the seventh and eighth grade. So how many Mr. kids were Chief. at the school? About, I'm going to say it was in the low 20s. Oh, my God. Oh, my. In the whole, and you were the only kid in your grade. I was the only kid in my grade. That's incredible. And it, even something a little bit more incredible is that we actually fielded a basketball team. Just you. Just you, the one-man show? Well, they had, you, you had a, what was it, was it four, like fourth through eighth or something? It was supposed to be a fourth and fifth grade basketball team. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then sixth, seventh, and eighth grade basketball team. Okay. But what we would do is you would take the kindergartners up until fourth grade. That would be a basketball team. Then you take the fifth up through eighth, eighth okay. possibly some fourth through eighth, and they would play with the, the upper basketball team. Wow. So like varsity and JV, kind of. Yes, yes. So, <laughs> but uh, grades. But you're, yes. actually, you're actually like at a disadvantage if you're six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but the, the crazy thing, if you really, if you really think about it, uh, because we were playing with older kids, by the time we were older, we were really, really oh good. My God. And yeah, I could yeah. imagine. And there we, we practiced before school, during lunch, after school. So it was three times. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, we, it, was, it was something. So when, when he, I moved here to Itasca, um, Illinois, which is just west of here, mm -hmm. um, my brother and I, I was in fourth grade. My brother was in fifth grade. Mm -hmm. Well, we were used to playing against eighth graders. So when we started playing basketball here, we were known to be really really good really wow. yeah. that's awesome so, wow. but yeah so that was uh that was kind of my my background of educational experience uh, a little bit of a culture shock for for us yeah. moving to itasca mm -hmm. and then going to peacock and th that was the junior high mm -hmm. um a little bit of a of a culture shock so oh, to speak. Well, i'm sure but yes yeah. yeah what do we have 600 people in our grade or something Close. yeah Oh yeah, that's about insane. People, yeah. Although you know, it's just you. The the, the people, uh, the the, the like more people living on my block than there was in your house. <laughs> it yeah. was, it was. But the interesting thing is, if um, my family could not make it to school, school was closed. We made up like twenty percent of the population. Oh, oh you and your you and your two or three brothers or whatever. Yeah, yeah I have uh, one older brother, Bill, and then okay. two older sisters, okay. uh, Wendy and Adley. Okay, so you're the youngest of four. I am the youngest. Wow. Yes. Oh, me too. Yeah. See perfection at the at the end mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> character um okay so so you talked about your family what did your parents work as so you talked about your dad okay so in uh in nebraska my dad um you know started his own company it's called mm -hmm. billy jack it was him and his uh real good friend and like i said they were a, like a mobile uh you know heat and air um ac you know and uh, plumbing and electrical uh so they would go to a lot of like you know farms and then residential they own big big equipment uh but in the, in the 80s you know and my mom stayed at home raising the four kids so and in the 80s um the, the farmers got hit so they weren't paying so we were forced to make a decision a life decision because you know i'll be honest we didn't really have much of any money so we uh, picked up, sold the house, and then moved to Itasca. Mm -hmm. My dad actually worked uh, the head of he head of maintenance department for at, the, at that time it's called Judge and Dolph. The owner's is Rocky Wirtz, owner of the Blackhawks. So uh, my dad was able to get to know him him real well. Um, and my dad just stayed at Judge and Dolph until he retired. My mom worked as a receptionist at, for a uh, doctor. Okay. Oh great! Um, so you said you have four siblings, and you're all pretty close. 
Um, how far away in age are you all? Okay, um, it's uh, three siblings. I mean, um, stated there. Um, oh, my, four, four total. Yes, there's four total of us. Um, so my oldest sister, um, she's five years older than myself, oh. and then uh, the next sister, Wendy, she's four years, and then my brother is ten months older than me, and then of course there's me, um, and we're all teachers actually. Oh wow! Yeah. Another wow. teacher. Fans. I remember you mentioning that in entrepreneurship. Yes, and it, you and your you said you and your brother have the like compete to see who's the better teacher or whatever. <laughs> or you the, the old Thanksgiving like I'm a better teacher. No, I'm a better. Yeah. Well, you know we, we always laugh about it, and uh, you know I, I talk about teaching here at Maine South quite a bit, and I you know we 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 love sharing stories about it. Um, you know he loves his students, and I love my students as well, mm -hmm. my sisters as well. Um, so we're always just kind of talking about like just academics so to speak and then also just uh the stories we hear you know funny story uh my brother was in california for a um a union meeting and all of a sudden they're talking about like things that are fair and things that are not fair and then um he and this was right when i started working here so um all of a sudden this person stands up in the back and, and mind you he's in california um you know he, he works in in u46 here but he was it was a convention all of a sudden someone stands up and goes you know life is not fair things are not fair <laughs> i have to coach against main south football they're in our conference and my brother just like whipped around he's like oh yeah he's like yeah he's like wow. oh my oh my gosh main south <laughs> i'm in california and main south just got mentioned um <laughs> of their football program so it's just kind of funny so we, we were able to share things like that and you know he's a big fan of uh main south and 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 the things that are going here he loves it when i give him main south gear mm -hmm. uh, so but yeah that's great that's awesome. So he lives in California? No, no, no. He, he was, was at a convention. Okay, yeah, so he lives he lives in South Elgin. Um, okay. I also live in South Elgin. Okay. And and what school does he teach at? He teaches at Kenyon Woods Middle School. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Right. So I'm the only okay. high, so school. The high school. Okay. Yeah, I'm the only high school, high school teacher. teacher. Yeah. Right. Oh wow. You're the you're the junior and senior in high school. You're teaching adults. I'm teaching adults. That's yeah. what I like to say. Yeah. We're both in adults. other words, you're the elite teacher. <laughs> you know, yeah, you could say that. Yeah, they'll, they'll argue with me on that. Um, <laughs> but I I say that too though. I'm like, I, you know, my I, my one sister Wendy, she teaches fourth grade, right. um, and so she's she's getting them um, at, at the obviously the younger age for very uh, development. You know, the de development of education really kind of kicks in. Then my brother teaches seventh grade history, and my other sister, Natalie, she teaches, she's a math specialist in middle school. So I'm like, so we get all the progression through, and I always tell them, you know, to me, I, I love what I do because your minds have already been molded and shaped, uh, so to speak, and you're just trying, it's an elective. So you're choosing to be in my class, and you, there's an interest, and then I get to see the growth. So it's, 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 it's very cool to, to witness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you have the upperclassmen. I do. I do have the upperclassmen that I, I, you know, in the past I've taught freshmen, you know, introduction to business with sophomores. Now it's predominantly juniors and seniors. Do you which, like that more? Yeah. Which do you prefer, teaching freshmen or teaching juniors and seniors? You know, um, they, they're all unique in their own little way. Uh, hello, although I love teaching entrepreneurship and finance and investing, which to me that, you know, we're, we're lucky here at Maine South. We're able to, um, you know, Miss Gladys teaches the the introduction business and and usually the students that take intro stick with our with our business program um so by the time i i get you you've already had mr beer you have miss terpstra for the most part um or you know miss Ms. schroeder and by the time i get you you already have a background mm -hmm. in in business so then i'm able just to kind of advance teaching entrepreneurship um so you know i i guess to answer your question um i i really do enjoy teaching the juniors and seniors 
and plus they kind of get my humor a little bit more at that at that part <laughs> yeah, yeah oh yeah i'm sure there was a lot of uh, silent rooms my sophomore <laughs> and freshman year. Um, oh, yeah. so backtracking a little bit um you went to where did you go to high school so high school i went to lake park okay um how was that compared to main south you know i i often reflect back to my high school years which you know, to be honest, I can't believe it's been, what, 28, 28 years, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is different. I guess the population is, is very similar. Um, however, things are just much different nowadays. I, I see what's, what's offered. Um, in terms of, like, the classes, you know, we didn't have an entrepreneurship class. We just had an introduction to business class and, I think, a marketing class. Um, and, obviously, I took those because mm-hmm. I, I loved it. Uh, but there's there's so much more here now, uh, the fi- you know, with the finance investing and all the marketing classes, the different digital and all that. Um, so in that respect, it's different. Uh, how, although, you know, I, I, I would like to believe the students themselves are still very similar in, in regards to um, their their hopes and desires. Um, and, you know, I, we're, we've all gone, you know, we've all been there. Um, you know, I, I reflect back at it, and I, I, I'll still look at students to this day, and I'll be like, oh, my gosh, that's, that's my friend Brad right there. I, that's how he was in school. Or else I'll look at a student and be like, that's totally, that was totally me. Uh, so <laughs> there's, there, there's a lot of uh, similarities there. Yeah. Um, however, I think the, the major difference is just the, the offerings mm-hmm. and uh, how involved you students are. Um, I, I would say the, the typical average student is, is much more involved in, in high school than when I was there. Which is great. I mean, it's it's awesome. It's, it's a great opportunity for for each and every one of you. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I think they give so many different opportunities. Like they have so many specific paths. Like yeah. entrepreneurship. Who'd have yeah. thought that you could take an entrepreneurship Absolutely. class? And like that's such a specific, like narrow thing. And it's cool to have that opportunity. I think it's. I think that's well said. I, you know, whenever someone asks me what I teach, and you know, I'm fortunate enough to teach the classes of entrepreneurship, finance, investing. The adult always goes, man, I wish that was available. Um, so, and you know, and credit to to you, the students that that do take those and you know, mm-hmm. those classes. It's it's just giving you a leg up. So it's cool. Yeah, I also will say that um, that's really true about like how Maine South students seem at least um, a lot more involved because even like my my cousins, both of my cousins are the same age as me. Um, and they are like they really do not do anything in their school they kind of just go to school and they like don't really like it but like i like school and i like being involved and like i feel like maine south students seem to all like not everyone but like a decent percentage seem to be pretty involved usually when i ask students like you know because i try to get to know the students as well as possible um and on a normal you know normal year i would try to get to the events i'd try to get to the you know the basketball football games um and even you know go go to the theater you know watch the productions and such um and it's i'm always amazed on how involved students are like it's 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 crazy it's awesome it's crazy it's it's giving you more of an experience um but i i think that is probably the the biggest difference i don't know if that's at every high school uh but definitely here at south um did you like school were you like a good student i did like i liked high school um uh, in terms of like good student, I wasn't. There was no real disciplinary problems. Yeah. Uh, did I necessarily get the the best grades in high school? Um, you know, I, if I would like to say yes, but then my parents would would step in and, and <laughs> probably give you the the honest uh, answer to that. Um, but you know, where where I really excelled at it was it was college, mm-hmm. is where um, the the grades really kicked in high. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I feel like that's like that, that can be very common for a lot of people. A lot of people aren't don't really figure it out in high school, which is like okay. Mm-hmm. And did you so? Um, did you take when you were in college at SIU? Did you take like, um, like teacher-based courses or more like business and stuff like that? So what was your what was your route like in college? Excellent question. So actually, um, my I, I first uh, went to college at DuPage for a junior college um, for the first two years where I received my associate's degree, and then I transferred down to SIUC. Um, and I went in strictly for the business courses. Okay. Uh, my degree was in entrepreneurial studies with a minor in marketing. And that's because after college, um, I, I went into corporate. I did corporate first. So oh, that's I, right. What was the company called? Topco and Top Associates. Yep, 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 yep. Of course. So, so you, you were at Topco for how many years after you graduated? I was there for between six and seven years. Okay. Um, I was lucky enough. It, it was, it was kind of cool, and this is one thing I would, I would um, – kind of words of wisdom wisdom to pass on. Um, you, you always want to try to differentiate yourself, and especially when you start getting into the, the job market. And at college, you know, I, I, I had a serious kind of reflection. Um, I, I kind of paused things, and I was kind of thinking, well, how I, – I, it's obviously business I want to major in, uh, but how do I differentiate myself? So um, I looked at the majors, and, and when I met with the, with the counselor at the time, um, I, I was kind of going over. I said, you know, I love – management, I love marketing, I love finance. Um, and I'll be honest, I was like, uh, accounting, <laughs> uh, not so much, you know, but um, they're like, well, try this new program. It's entrepreneurial studies. And so at that point, that's when I realized I could differentiate myself from anyone else because it was new. Um, and sure enough, when I went and interviewed at Topco, th- um, my, my boss, who ended up being my boss, Greg Lenski, um, he looked at it and said, entrepreneurial studies, explain that to me. And, and right then and there, I knew I had a leg up because mm-hmm. You know, it was something different. Um, so, Mr. Gregorius, when you were a senior in high school, what made you, and you said you went to DePaul first? Uh, college of DePage, a junior college. Oh, DuPage, okay. Um, what made you choose to go there first? And then what made you switch? Okay, um, another excellent question. Um, I, I, yes, I, I, I wish, you know, there was, there was that thought that I, I wanted to immediately go to the, the four-year college. Um, but to be honest with you, it's, I've always been very close with my brother going back to the Nebraska years. Um, and I was very close to, and still am, to uh, my buddy Brad Swanson. And um, they were going to college at a page. So I, I was like, well, you know, I'll do it as well. And I didn't know if I was mature enough to, to officially go away to college and be away. Um, so I think we all do. <laughs> yeah, so that, that, that I took to, to heart. And I didn't want to go away to college and have to come back. Um, and so then my, uh, uh, you know, we, we went down together, uh, my brother and my, my friend, my best friend, uh, Brad, and we went down there and my cousin ended up joining us down to, to Carbondale, but that was kind of the, yeah. the, the route we took. I can relate to that. <laughs> See? <laughs> I'm going to college with my brother too. Um, so how'd you like that school? Um, well, Southern Illinois. Yeah. Carbonell, you know, I, I liked it a lot. Um, you know, it, 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 that was in the, the late 90s. Um, I, you know, colleges and everything else changed. But, you know, I went down there uh, primarily because, well, my to be honest, my parents said that I had to stay in the state of Illinois, which um, I was like, oh, okay. And then uh, I was like, well, Southern's as far as way you get. Not that I didn't like being at home, but it was that sense of freedom. So uh, I went down there, and if, if you've never been, um, it's like being in a completely different state. You get down there, it's all green. Uh, it's a lot warmer. I remember, you know, being being down there 
barbecuing in, in March and it was 60 something degrees and talking to my dad and he's like, it's snowing here. Uh, so it, it, that was part of the reason too, is, yeah, I wanted that experience of, of being out and uh, being, being, I guess, given the opportunity to grow as an adult and kind of see how it is to be on your own. So I loved it. Very nice. How far is SIU? Uh, what is, it was, it was about five and a half hours of drive. Okay. Not too bad. No. It's got to be way down there, right? Like way at the Oh, it's, yeah, yeah, you're closer to, to Tennessee. Okay. You know, like, yeah. You know, and, you know, it, 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 was, it was close enough to drive, um, but not a quick drive. Mm -hmm. so, so after you graduated college, you started working, obviously, at Topco. Um, what were some things that you, like, liked to do in your free time, maybe traveling or different hobbies that you had? Yeah, you know, at the time, um, it, was, it was traveling, uh, and uh, I was lucky enough to be able to do a little traveling with Topco. Um, so oh, we'd wow. go. That's always nice. Yeah, yeah, you know, at Company Dime, it was great. Uh-huh, for uh, sure. You know, so, so that was fun. And I'll also, I'll also say what was nice with working at corporate is I had some of the best lunches and, <laughs> and oh dinners. Oh, my God, yeah. You'd have the vendors come in and, and, and buy, uh, buy it. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Funny, funny little story is uh, I was new. I just graduated college, and they took me out to San Francisco, and uh, I met with the, the vendor. Um, he actually worked for McCain. His name was Tim Kramer. But um, got along with him real well, and he, he took us out to, to lunch. And we're out on the, the wharf there, and he's like, order whatever. And, you know, I was new, and I just saw special. So I thought it was like, you know, sp like a special deal, a special mm -hmm. price. So I said, I'll take the special. And all of a sudden it comes, and it was lobster tail and a filet. And he looks at me and goes, you know, you just ordered a $120 lunch. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it was like those did learning. You, did you land a deal? <laughs> yeah, well, he was the vendor. He was, he was the one that was trying to get my business. Oh, okay, okay. But I, I, I felt terrible, uh, to be honest with you. But it's like one of those learning, <laughs> learning yeah, ordeals. Yeah. Did you, did you, do you remember if you signed with him or not? Well, he, he was doing business with us, um, you know, and uh, we, we always tried to make sure that it was on a professional level, but <laughs> yeah. it didn't sway my choice to go with him, but, yeah. uh, but I did feel bad. Okay. Yeah. That's really funny. Despite, yeah, you thought you were getting the two-for-one special, <laughs> not the, I thought not I was the being surf and turf special. I thought I was being nice. That's I thought hilarious. I was trying to, oh yeah. <laughs> so it was, it, was a, it was the catch special of the laughter tail, I guess. I, was, I just felt terrible. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, where's the, your favorite place that you've traveled? You know, I haven't uh, dabbled too much out of the country. Um, I've been mostly just kind of in the United States. And I would say my favorite, believe it or not, is would, would probably be San Antonio. Oh. Uh, yeah, I really like the, the, that area. I love the, the nightlife and all that stuff. It was a lot of fun. That sounds great. I've never really heard someone say that as their favorite location before. That's really unique. It is a little random, but yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. but yeah, it, it sounds it, great. Yeah, you know, it, it is. You, you go into the town, and the town itself looks like it's no one's out, mm -hmm. but everything's down at the river. Mm -hmm. So there's a river down there, and it's a, it's like that's where all the life's at. So it, it is. It's different. So out of college, where did you live like immediately? And did you ever like live anywhere throughout the years other than in Illinois? Uh, well, just Nebraska, you know, when I was, when, when I was young. Um, but no, and then um, my parents got a divorce when I was a senior. Um, and so when I graduated college, uh, my mom at the time was kind of hoping that I would move back in with her. So that's what I did do. Um, you know, I, I moved back home for a little while, and then I saved money um, and then purchased the house I'm currently residing at. So I haven't even moved from, from there. Oh, um, wow. But yeah, so I, you know, I moved out uh, obviously from there, but I saved up money, which is always a good good option for you. Um, you know, graduating college, you might have a little debt. You might want to yeah. be able to try to pay off your loans uh, if you have to take student loans. Um, but you know, I did that, and and to be honest with you, 
it, it was actually pretty nice because I, you know, there's nothing better than mom's cooking. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I had like the whole downstairs thing in Itasca. So it, it kind of, it did work out, but you know, when you graduate college, you typically do hope to move out on your own, but mm -hmm. underneath that circumstances, I did stay home. Mm -hmm. Oh, very oh. cool. So you've been living in your house for how long now? Your current house? Uh, she's, um, crazy. You've, been li you've lived there for that long. Well, you know, I, I did live at home. Um, and then I, uh, well, I guess we, we could say that I did rent before okay. I got to my, my house. So, but I've been, I've been at my house 20 years. Okay. Wow. wow. Yeah. And you, you've, you've told the stories in entrepreneurship about how you're a handyman around the house. That you can <laughs> oh, do a, do a home project like yes, that. Yes. I always say, um, you know, for, for the youth, you know, we're blessed with YouTube. Um, I didn't necessarily have that. So mm -hmm. I did a lot around the house. I did like my own hardwood flooring. Um, oh. did, yeah, I did the whole house with that, did the tile work and stuff, you know, obviously trim. I, I hate painting, but uh, obviously I had to do that kind of stuff. I love painting. <laughs> you do? Oh. It's like my favorite thing. Uh, God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's, it was always a challenge. But yeah, uh, but yeah so a lot of, lot of work. I always say you could always try doing it on your own. Yeah. Worst case, you got to pay someone in to come fix it up. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. There's a lot of patience to do with painting, too. But in the end, it's very satisfying. I feel like I think that's what I like about it. So my my daughter just had me paint her oh, wow. game room. Oh, and yeah, yeah. You, you went with the you spent like the space gray kind of right. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh, it, yeah. but it, it it drove it drove me uh, crazy painting. You know, and it's it's just something that takes me forever to do. I I like to think I'm patient, but not when it comes to painting. Yeah. You know, I always do the classic hit the ceiling with oh, the yeah. with the oh, roller, yeah. so yeah. Oh, it's terrible. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's your daughter's name? My daughter uh, Briley with the B. Briley. Okay. Yeah. And how old is she? She's ten. Okay. Yeah. So uh, she she's she's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and what what grade is that? So she's in fourth grade. Fourth grade, okay. I was yeah, say. and what's ironic, you know, I, and I had to tell her. I said, you know, fourth grade. I said, look at this picture, and I showed her a picture of, of myself, and it was in fourth grade, right when we moved to Illinois. And I said, oh, wow. I was your age when we moved. So um, it's kind of it's kind of neat to, yeah. to for her to to see that as, uh -huh. as me as a as a ch as a child. Mm -hmm. uh, but no, she she's doing great. You know, she's doing uh, very similar to what you have gone through with the e learning. Uh, the blended learning now she's in class um yeah she's she's awesome like it's, it's everything that you know, whenever <laughs> i have free time yeah, um, yeah. So cool. as i was seeing in class you know she has me uh playing the the ps4 and ps5 oh, yeah. with her oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's so fun i'm sure it's interesting to see like how she's growing up like compared to you with where you were the only kid in your grade and she has i'm sure more like a lot more in south elgin right oh absolutely uh you know you i, I see you've she's running around you know has a whole bunch of friends mm -hmm. and stuff like that it's I mean, it's great um you know and she's through my you know my experiences through my you know situation of being divorced and such like that she's adjusted just wonderfully mm -hmm. um so but yeah and she loves school um you know i always hear which is and i'm not kidding i always i always think like sometimes teachers just say things like oh your, your kid's great we typically will tell you the truth like when we we have parents come up and if we say oh you know students awesome um every every teacher so far she's had has has said that nice. that, that she's it's great she's you're doing awesome. a good job yeah so i'm like oh she's, she's doing great <laughs> yeah she's doing great. great i've had this conversation like countless times with my dad but it's so funny how like the way that like me and justin grew up is really different than how like our parents grew up and then i'm sure it's even weird like um seeing your daughter grow up in like a slightly different generation but like even with all the technology i think it's like super weird it, stories it, are different it is you know like um 
I, a friend of mine just, I had him as a guest speaker. Um, he said that, you know, the students nowadays have no borders in regards to gathering information because everything's at the tip of your fingers. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to know what's going on in, you know, Great Britain, you know, you could tap into their news. Um, so it, it's, it's crazy on how you're able to access information so quickly. Um, you know, and it's, it, it is, it's, it's just a, a different lifestyle. Um, social media nowadays, like everything that, that goes on with social media, you know, that's something that I never had to deal with as growing up where now you as high school students, you know, that's, that's a completely different animal. Mm-hmm. I mean, that could, that could go a billion different ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so what, what made you get into teaching? Like what was your like first thought that you wanted to teach? You know, God, that's another excellent question. Um, when I was working at Topco, mm-hmm. my boss, Greg, who, you, you know, he was my mentor. You know, um, I, I still look up to him to this day. Um, but I would always go in and talk, talk with them. And he knew that my two sisters and then my brother went into teaching. So he knew that I, it was a family based off of teaching, which my mom and dad were furthest from teachers. Um, but he would, he would always tell me, he would always say, you know, if I go back, I, I would teach. And that's what he would always say. Um, and part of my job requirement at Topco, because I was younger, um, was to get the new employees and I would lead uh, sessions. I would teach them. So it would be very similar to a classroom. And I found out that I really loved doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after being with Topco for six years, I thought it was, it was time uh, to make a change, a career change. And so then I had a heart-to-heart with uh, my siblings. And they said, you know, I said, you know, this is what I really like. You know, I love business, uh, but I, I love uh, teaching the new employees. And then it was actually my sister Natalie. She's like, well, hello, dummy. Why don't you uh, go in for teaching, for, uh, for education? I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, she's like, yeah, teach business in high school. Um, and so then, you know, I, I went, and I, you know, I thought about it. And then I went and saw my, my boss. And he said, I think you should do it. He goes, that's, oh that's, that's, one, that's one thing I, w- I wish I would have done. He's like, we'll miss you here at Topco, you know, and, you know, I, I talked with him and then um, certain things happened at, at work and I decided to give him my, my notice and then I enrolled full time um, with, with, uh, at Roosevelt and, really? and, and that's where I went for my teaching certification and my master's degree. Okay, so, yeah. you, so you taught at Roosevelt for... No, I went there for uh, okay. my teaching certification. Okay. So they offer never, classes. Okay. So this is the only school you've ever taught this at? This is, luckily enough, right when I, uh, I started applying, um, Maine Township was hiring six business teachers, uh, and they had a, a lot of applicants, obviously, because mm-hmm. it's a very nice school to work for, school district. Um, and I was lucky enough to land a job here. Uh, I was one of the six. Not luck. Wow. Yeah. Skill. <laughs> Personality. That's a unique way to to figure out you want to teach. I think that's so. really crazy. Even yeah. teaching, like you have a completely different job, and you're teaching someone there. It, and that's how you figured it out. You're 100 percent right. And I, I but I, I, uh, I, I often do the reflection. I reflect back, um, and I, I often, you know, basically give 100 percent of the credit to uh, going through the, the corporate America, going through business, and that's the reason why I was able to land a job here. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you developed a lot of skills while you were doing business you do you know you learn a lot of uh, a lot of things a lot of things mm-hmm. um and things that they don't teach you in the textbook and that's what i try to be able to to explain in class as well mm-hmm. definitely i think those pitches and entrepreneurship definitely <laughs> help with perfect like understanding real world situations better um so you said that um you were in middle school you were a basketball god to say the least um so did you play in high school okay so um 
we're we're good in basketball and um so freshman year i did play i played for lake park and then i i became sick sophomore year and i missed tryouts and my brother was playing for a traveling team um and you know they played like 40 games and they had all the tournaments and it was outside it's it equivalent to uh, aau now um so i just assumed i didn't make the team because i, I missed tryouts mm-hmm. so i started playing with the traveling team um and i was playing with well, i was playing with the, the junior senior and then i was also playing on sophomore mm-hmm. so i was playing two two teams and then i found out that i actually made lake park um, not even trying out <laughs> uh, yeah i mean they, they went off of like the the previous year okay but by by high school you know people started to catch up in talent and stuff yeah. like that but in elementary middle school we we were really good but then by high school they started catching up so i i won't almost won't claim to be like an all-star in high school for for basketball Uh, but i did make the team but i I didn't i chose not to play and i chose to play with the traveling team oh wow okay so why did you ever consider coaching you know i thought about it um but then i realized on uh, on the amount of time that our our coaches put forth Mm -hmm. um and the, the amount of dedication that that they they do it's 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 unbelievable to me um you know i i tried you know getting involved with with coaching a little bit in terms of softball you know did that basketball is always is always kind of uh, have a lot of people want to teach to coach it but then i you know i i, I see what like coach lavarado does and coach and sarah and i see the time commitment and then you know i, I kind of weighed the family life and I, I i have the time that you know i'm spending with with my daughter so, you know, it's, it's one heck of uh, dedication for our coaches. And, you know, I can't respect that anymore. Like, it's, it's unbelievable to me um, that, you know, it th- th- definitely shows heart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to be you got to be all in. Right. So so you talk about your your basketball career. Right. And funny story about you from me um, before I even had you last year, year before me and my friend Mikey Marcourt were walking through the hall um, and we see the like the TVs that have the that have the different teachers like names on them with like slideshows and and it gives like a little bit of information and then for all the teachers they have some fun fact and most of the teachers were like I speak a little bit of Chinese or I've been yeah. to, I've been to Disney World 12 times Mr. Gregorus's was that he went 11 for 13 in a rec league basketball game from the three-point line and I saw that I'm like I need to have this guy in class like that was the, that was the moment where like I am absolutely taking entrepreneurship like that is, I, I have to have this man. So tell us about that. That is, that's awesome. And I can't believe students read those. That's, that's killer. Yeah. Uh, oh, but yeah, hundred yeah, percent true. I was, I was in a game and um, I was a junior and my brother was, was on the team as well. And a junior um, in high school or college? Junior in high school. Okay. And so I, you, I've always been able to shoot the ball. Uh, that was, I was a shooting guard, but th- that game in particular, I went 11 for 13 on three pointers, 51 points, 51 <laughs> points. Um, yeah, I was, I was literally like, you know, on fire, but I, I, back then, back then I probably averaged maybe three to four, three points, three pointers a game. I think my, my senior year, you know, for the traveling team, I think I averaged like, it was like 19 points, but you know, it, it, it was things nowadays are a lot different because back then it was running gun. I mean, we were running up and down the court. It, it wasn't necessarily as uh, the way that offenses are constructed Structured, nowadays. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, it was a lot of just running up and down the court. Um, so it's, it's, it, uh, as with everything, everything's different. Yeah. Generation. Yeah. That's an awesome story. Justin literally said he put you on his, like, what was it? Like three V three. Oh yeah. Yeah. He put you on his team, like probably in the, one of the first that like, was, five podcasts. That was podcasts. Tommy and Rowan's interview. Oh, right. And, and they did, they did, um, they had a thing where they 
pick two other main south teachers to do 3v3 with and i gave i i told rowan that you had to be on one of the teams and so he he handed me the mic and i gave the whole spiel so some of our listeners might have heard that already but needs to be told more than once love it i remember that they did that but i didn't know if you i don't know if you did that in another podcast or something I might have. I wouldn't okay. be surprised. I, I still love that one every yeah. single time. The best fun, like all the other ones were, with all due respect to the other teachers, they were they were boring fun facts. Yours was the only <laughs> one that was like, that's an awesome fun fact. That. Yeah, that's, <laughs> awesome. that's awesome that students, um, you know, kind of could relate to it. So yeah. that, that's great. Yeah. I love yeah, it. it love hilarious. It. Do you still so, play basketball? You know, um, just with my daughter. I, I coach. I coach her. Um, Ooh, that's fun. Yeah, it is. It is. My but dad then, always coached me in basketball too. You know, it, 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 it's fun. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, but she's at the point now I, I you know I've always played it and then when you when they get older there's a difference with coaching you know it's like oh yeah so now I have her in, in the camps because she's beyond what I could could coach and plus she's left she's like lefty she's like hybrid lefty and I'm righty so it's completely new for me to try t- to coach her yeah oh yeah oh, yep. yeah I think it's great I yeah. think left-handed yeah absolutely mm-hmm. yeah so it can be an advantage in sports for sure yeah um, so we're kind of getting into some of our fun questions. We kind of kind of finished most of the interview questions that we had prepared. But um, one of my favorite, like, fun interview questions, and I've asked every single one of our interviews this since I heard it, and I love it. I think it says so much <laughs> about you. <laughs> but um, what is your go-to karaoke song? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> oh, go-to karaoke. Um, okay, I'm a huge Johnny Cash fan. Okay, He's my one. favorite artist. Okay. Oof. So it, be so fun to sing that, that would probably have to be Walk the Line. Oh, oh love that's it. That's a great that's one. That's a great yeah, one. Yeah, yep. Guilty of that one. You've seen the movie? I have. Yep. Uh, yep. Joaquin Phoenix did a phenomenal mm-hmm. job uh, singing. He sings a lot better than I do. Yep. Yep. That's that's a great one. <laughs> this is the first time I've, I've asked this question with Justin here. So, Justin, what's your take? <laughs> oh, man. It's such a hard question. I've had to think about it, too. I've only done karaoke once. I've only done karaoke once, and I sang Sweet Caroline. So really? I have to that's go Sweet Caroline. One. Yeah, that's a very good I one. I mine was not good for karaoke. I've already said this on the podcast, but I sang Lithium by Nirvana <laughs> really? when I was in Mexico. And it was like the worst song I could have sang. I don't know if I've heard but that it, one. You'll, you'll hear it. I'll I'm, show you. I'm, I'm <laughs> karaoke is one of those things where you think you sound okay until you actually hear it. Yeah, yeah. And then I you're like, it, I oh. Like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And I thought everyone was <laughs> cheering, but in reality, it was really just like three – we were in Mexico, and it was like three like old guys who actually knew the song were like singing it with me, and then everyone was like, "What the heck is happening?" <laughs> it could like be a wor- screaming song. It yeah. could be worse. I think my friends were all laughing. So, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's my favorite question. How about your favorite sports teams? Oh, um, all right. So favorite baseball team, I would have to go with the Cubbies. Um, favorite basketball team. NBA, right? I haven't really been watching too too much of the NBA. Mm-hmm. I know the Bulls are starting to bounce back, but you know I stopped kind of watching the NBA when uh, MJ left, mm-hmm. um, and that was in my heyday. Like that was mm-hmm. in my yeah. in my twenties. Yeah. Um, and then football, I'll go college. I, I do a lot of college, and it's still the, the beloved Cornhuskers, oh, even wow. though they're they've struggling. Been struggling. They've been struggling. They've been oh, they've yeah. been they've been struggling. But yeah. they'll be back. They'll be back. Yeah. I've been saying that since the nineties as well. Yeah. Yep, they they always get those big farm boys out there. <laughs> they they, yep. they were, and then they all of a sudden they stopped. So yeah. we'll see what happens with yeah. Scott Frost back at the helm. Uh-huh. Um, okay, my second favorite question I also ask in interviews. Um, who is your favorite or most memorable teacher 
of all time. I feel like everyone kind of has that, like, one or two teachers that were, like, really stuck. I have two, um, and I have one in high school, uh, Terry Hurst. He taught business. Uh, he retired, uh, but he was he was at Lake Park. He taught uh, business classes. So that was an immediate interest. And then I had Dr. Tom Thomas over at Roosevelt, and his teaching structure was, was totally phenomenal. Uh, he did, like, it's known as, like, the um, Socratic method of teaching, which is based off of letting you learn off of, off of your prior experiences, which bodes well with today's atmosphere. So, uh, but, yeah, it was those two. They're phenomenal. So, wait, so you had him at Roosevelt's? So was this like post-grad? Yes, this okay. was when I was going for my teaching certification. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And he was, okay. I was thinking like, I was like, you can go to, like you're talking about like your fourth grade teacher here, but you're talking about your post-grad. Okay, yes. Gotcha, yes. gotcha. That makes sense. Um, so you teach finance and investing here. What is, and you, you dabble in investing, correct? Mm-hmm. We've talked yes. about it a little bit. What is the best investment that you've ever made? Best investment I've ever made. Um, it might actually be kind of going on, now, um, you know, I've, I've been investing in, in mutual funds, um, but you know, I, I, I've, my big thing now is I, I try to analyze, you know, what and as what I say in class, always look at something that look at something bad like the coronavirus and how it impacted, um, obviously the economy and which areas or industries got affected, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of weighing two. I'm investing in on two, and I'm not telling anyone to invest in any of these, but um, you know, I looked at like the the, the cruise lines. Right, so I looked at Carnival Cruise. I, you know, I kind of like that one. It's gone up quite a bit, um, and then there's also been um, kind of like the natural gas uh, CPE Gullion. That that was one that really shot up mm-hmm. in price. Uh, so those were kind of my my cool ones. I, but other than that, I, I'm, I'm kind of more. I lean more towards um, the mutual funds. Long term. I haven't really okay. done. Yeah, I always do long term. I recommend long term. Okay. Um, I don't do much with crypto, okay. um, you know, as, as, we, as we know with Doge and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, kind of crazy, but uh, but yeah, that, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting with the with the like cruise lines and stuff like that. I feel like there's a lot of money to be made there, and there already has been. Just and they got hammered, so yeah. yep. You would like to think that they would rebound eventually when things start opening up even more. So yeah, so. yeah, you think they'll have to come back at some point, right? Right. We would hope. We'd yeah. hope. Yeah, for sure. Is that it? think so you is there anything any, uh, else you would like to you say know before we go uh senior class in particular i just want to wish everyone um, the best of luck you guys were a phenomenal class uh this year has been very very challenging for for you as students um but and i think everyone here could keep their head up high and feel proud of what you've been able to accomplish and especially with you two keep up the great work you guys are, yeah. are phenomenal students and individuals. Um, and, you know, yeah, keep it up. You guys, you guys will you do great much. in life. Thank, thank you. You're a great teacher, Mr. Gregor, well, yeah, and we've you. been lucky to have you this year. Oh, yeah. well, thank you very much. Lucky to have you on this interview today. Thanks, Thanks for having me. For yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend, guys. Happy Stay prom. Stay kids.